when men like Charlie Rose are attacking women, where do you go? Who's the next guy? Someone said someone lock up Tom Hanks. You know, we just can't. We can't. I'm going to find out Mr. Rogers, Sesame Street, Big Bird. They don't call him Big Bird for nothing. It doesn't end, Alex. It's just more and more. Why are we doing a second podcast on this topic? Because it, there's more people. There's more to say. This is the Mid-East Beast Podcast. I am your host here in Jerusalem, Molly Livingstone. We are joined today by Alex Giles on the other side of the pond in London, England. Alex, how are you doing? I'm doing very well, Molly. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Although, we are continuing our conversation from the last podcast, Whip It Out, if you will, talking about sexual harassment when it is both in America where we see Hollywood drowning in penis envy and over on the other side of the world, the Mideast, we talked about Sharia law. And this time I want to focus more actually about Israel and what is going on here because there's a lot of very interesting things happening. And I think that what makes Israel unique is that it's both this kind of Western country, right? We have first world Mm -hmm. and third world. I like to think of Israel as second world. We are going to have a Black Friday, even though we don't technically celebrate Thanksgiving here because it has nothing to do with the country. We have a Black Friday. Oh, see? Yeah, but you guys have like Christmas. We don't even like have that. Like hashtag Black Fridays matter. (laughs) (laughs) But like in reality, here's how Black Friday works here. And I'm going to segue a little bit, but I'll go back on track. Black Friday here is not just a sale on Fridays. It seems to be also on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, the following Friday, and then for another month. So that is true. That is the same. We missed it. Who do you blame for that? You blame Amazon. Jews. Oh, oh, right. (laughs) Yes. No, 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 no. (laughs) Don't do that. No. You blame Amazon. Of course, Amazon probably is run by Jews, of course. Yeah. Like all the major organizations. But certainly here in the UK, it is primarily the big online shops like Amazon that have created this idea. Right. But yes, like everything, you can blame basically the Americans, not Jews. It's like Halloween, (laughs) right? Halloween, and I was growing up as a kid, just didn't exist. Halloween is not a British thing as like a thing where you have parties and people go looking for sweets. Candy, tricks, Candy. treats. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. That didn't exist. Now it exists in the same way. It's Americans. It's Americans' fault. It's like the Middle East. It's not the British fault. It's not our fault. It's <laughs> Americans' fault. The point of why I brought up Black Fridays, by the way, and again, hashtag Black Fridays Matter, is because... Get that trending, is- yeah. <laughs> Israel is this idea of a second world country where we're trying to be Western as the only democracy in the Middle East. But of course, we are in the Middle East and we have this mentality of that. I mean, the screaming, the everything, everything about us in some ways is so Middle Eastern. And yet there is that other part of us that is very Western. So that brings in this interesting dynamic when it comes to sexual harassment, which by the way, you can't spell harassment without the ass. Do you like that? Uh, Please knows no borders is what you're saying. (laughs) That sounds like the next great NGO that will come to Israel and help us. without borders, yes. Yeah. I saw this article the other day about Natalie Portman, who of course 
if you don't know this, because we know this as Israelis, she was born in Jerusalem. So yeah. any claim to fame, any of her Oscars, automatically Israeli, we have them, we own them, she's ours. But she spoke about, she has a hundred stories about sexual harassment. And really what she was thinking about at the beginning when she thought about this, she thought, no, I've never actually been assaulted or raped or anything like that. But as she went through what that meant to her, she realized she has over and over and over again been harassed Mm -hmm. um, and purposely stayed away from certain roles to not be cast as Lolita or whatever it is. And I think that what's happening now with Hollywood as the Harvey Weinstein ripple effect, that's what they're calling it, is taking place and it's not just Hollywood, is that I think more and more people are saying, yeah, of course I, I was harassed. Like I think as a woman... And I don't know if I was like brought up by a very British, bitter old man who always told me 95% of men are shit. That's what my dad (laughs) kind of brought me up as. He's like, they're horrible people, men, specifically men. And I don't know if other people were raised this way. It was just him. But so I always assumed these things are going to happen. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if the rest of the world has been naive to it. And now they're like embracing, of course, we've been sexually harassed. But it seems like, yeah, it's kind of almost, unfortunately, a rite of passage for many women and definitely some men. When I brought up Louis C.K. with a male friend of mine, he said, I don't think it was that bad because he never physically touched them. And physical is much worse. And of course, I get my, you know, big girl pants on that one. Oh, you don't know. (laughs) And then he says to me, well, I have been physically abused, sexually abused. So I'm telling you, it's bad. And I've been verbally abused and physical is worse. And that was from a man. So even men are coming out of this, although... As the numbers of sexual predators are coming out, I haven't heard of any women yet. Alex, have you heard of any anyone no. pointing the finger at a woman? No, no, I don't think so. Uh, it's an interesting point. I'm sure it will happen at some point. In Israel, have any big celebrities or big politicians been accused? Has it seeped okay. over into Israel as a direct person that people have said, actually, yes. person X did abuse me? Okay, so yes, there was actually an article that came out that said the IDF, which is our army here, has Mm -hmm. seen a spike in harassment complaints in recent weeks following the global hashtag MeToo campaign of women and men coming forward to reveal their experiences of harassment and assault. So first of all, it is on average, um, a study shows one in six women in the army will claim sexual harassment. And once you actually start to talk to people, the number goes up. Which is so sad. But you know what? Even I, as a civilian who never got to serve in the army here, I know that they have a lot of issues of rape and pregnancies in the army. So it is kind of common knowledge that this is going to happen. What's interesting, Alex, is that I also know of a study that came out from Hebrew University, which is one of the top universities in the world. And I remember this study coming out in 2007 for the pure shock factor that the IDF is known as an army to actually have less rape issues when it comes to rape and pillage of if we're occupiers or, you know, whatever it is. And we have a very low rate. 
And so a researcher who was awarded a prize from Hebrew University said, that's because we find the Palestinians or the Arabs, we dehumanize them so much that the men wouldn't even want to touch the women. Now, I have to tell you, if this is a prize for what a load of crap, yes. But anything else than that, give me a break. Are you seriously trying to say that a man wouldn't rape a woman because he dehumanizes her? I, I can't. I thought it was the opposite. I thought the whole point of rape was part of a dehumanization. Uh, de- Hello. That's right. Correct. Isn't oh, that the I, most I bizarre statement with research and a prize? Well, you know, you know you can get a prize and research pretty much anything nowadays, so it doesn't actually that's surprise true. me. true. Yeah. But it's, you know... it. In the same way, I mean, here in the UK, of course, we've had a couple of big resignations. Well, a big cabinet-level resignation was our Secretary of Defence. So it's had a real impact politically here. We've had a number of MPs that have been accused, including one who's actually a member of one of our uh, regional governments who committed suicide after being accused. Wow. Not quite sure what happened there. He took his own life. So it's impacted. I mean, clearly, as always, America leads in these things. (laughs) You really, but, you know, but, but, you're on a bent today on America. Yeah, yeah. well, no, but then, I mean, Kevin Spacey, of course, I mean, his, uh, allegedly, a lot of his very serious crimes took place when he was here in the UK, where he's been for the last quite a few years, when he was in charge of the National Theatre. That's a lie, not the National Theatre, the old Vic. Let's get the facts right when yeah, we're accusing the, people. I was about to say, let's get the facts right where he was. So, yeah, he, he's been accused of, I think, plus 20 people, I think, have come forward now. Whoa, are you serious? Yeah, accusing them, and, and, the, and the police here are now, are now investigating. So it's had an issue. Do you think that in Israel, is there now a move in the same way that certainly is here in the UK, and there seems to be in America, that it's actually changing people's opinions? You know, more broadly about the idea of men and women, you know, do you think that it's going to have an actual impact in in how people think and how they act? So it's a good question because there are so many things that are drowning in religion here. Mm -hmm. And I always find that religion is very patriarchal and very man-based. It's very interesting. Just this week, it came out that in the Knesset, they're saying that Arab men are harassing, sexually harassing Jewish women because they're taught you're not allowed to harass Arab women. Mm-hmm. It just sounds weird to me. I think that also when we get into our own Jewish culture here, the ultra-Orthodox who keep everything as separate as possible, including women will sit at the back of the bus and men at the front of the bus as to not even look at a woman. So forget the idea of rape. And yet... I know that they deal with these issues in the Orthodox community, the very ultra-Orthodox community of sexual harassment, of sexual assault on a very high level where they don't necessarily talk about it, but it's there. And that could be because of this kind of like aggression when you're not supposed to look, not supposed to look, you look. When you're not supposed to touch, you touch. It's really interesting. Will it change culture? Yes, I think. I don't know if it will be for a short period of time because it's that, me too, I want to share in on this. And we've had an IDF very high up general who just had to step down because of accusations. We've had it in every field. And if you even look, I was looking at a CNBC article that broke it down into genres uh, all over America, including like NPR, which is the liberal broadcasting public radio station in America. That dude had to step down because of sexual harassment. You got Ben Affleck, also Al Franken, touching the boobies. You have famed 
writers. I mean, it's every genre. And the same thing is here. We had actors. We've had also broadcast radio. We've had politicians. And look, I don't know if you remember this or not. We had the president, Moshe Katsav, who is in jail for rape. Actually, maybe he's out by now. I can't remember. But he Uh became a known rapist. I mean, it can't get any higher up. That's what she said to end up as the president in jail for rape. So it's definitely happening here. Also, another Moshe. I don't know if you have to have that name in order to be a sexual harasser in this country, but Moshe Igiv, who mm-hmm. was an actor who had many women come out against him. Now, on the other side of it, because I want to answer your question also, Alex, when you're talking about the sort of culture and the mentality, there is, of course, the victim and mm-hmm. what the victim does. And here in Israel, I feel very proud to say that we had Miss World. Uh, She was first Miss Israel. She went to Italy. She unfortunately was raped there by an Israeli travel agent and still performed on stage. And those tears that everyone thought when she was winning were actually tears of humiliation and fear and everything that comes with rape. But she has gone on to actually make a movie out of her story and travel the world to empower other women to speak out, which is so much of the problem. You know, look at what's going on in Hollywood, the way people are coming out now from things that happened 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago. So there is that part and that part is the part I hope that changes is that people do stand up sooner than later. What can I add? I think that's... uh... (laughs) Uh, (laughs) you can't I can't no and and mic drop yes (laughs) yeah like I just feel like maybe if women had more to add in the first place then men wouldn't add their constant penis power aggression whatever it is because that's what I I feel like it is I feel you did there (laughs) good when men like Charlie Rose are attacking women Where do you go? Who's the next guy? Someone said someone lock up Tom Hanks. You know, we just can't. We can't. I'm going to find out Mr. Rogers, Sesame Street, Big Bird. They don't call him Big Bird for nothing. It doesn't end, Alex. It's just more and more. Why are we doing a second podcast on this topic? Because there's more people. There's more to say. Okay. Now, Mike, drop. What did you want to say? Do you want to say something? No, no. (laughs) No, no, no. But in other news... How dare you? How dare you? Yes. I did think I'd mention this as a highly important topic, but I just think I'd mention just at the bottom of the hour. Oh, and there's your daughter coming in. We're trying to create a better world for your daughter. That's what we're trying to Thank you so much. That's kind. Yes. She's in the background screaming about the atrocities going on. That's what we're trying to do. No, I just thought I'd just come in and mention entirely apropos of nothing that as we're recording this, of course, it's just been announced that the leader of Zimbabwe Barbwe has at last managed to quit. He took the hint because apparently once the uh, guys in uniform are reading the news <laughs> on TV and you've been locked up, you should take the hint and say they don't want you anymore. And I just point out and to link this to the Middle East, people are you know watching this avidly on the television right now and listening to experts tell them what's going to happen next. Remember a little thing called the Arab Spring we had a few years ago, close to where you are, and all right. wonderful things that were going to happen after that. And just ask yourself if you're watching the news and the expert that's giving that news, did this expert predict that there was going to be a coup in Zimbabwe? And if he didn't predict that, why are you listening to what he thinks is going to happen next? Mm. Is my little uh, little end segment, not even a segue, it's entirely different from what we've been talking about, but I wanted to kind of Completely mention that. Completely different. Entirely different, but... Uh, Although another man 
abusing power. It is another man using power, absolutely. So the guy that's going to be temporary president, and this might not give much hope for the world, is his deputy, whose nickname is The Crocodile. And I've got to say that if what? the guy in charge of your country has the nickname The Crocodile, you might want to think about your life choices. And yeah, uh, yeah. And there we are, back to disappointment. And there we are, and we'll bring it all the way back to disappointment. And maybe yeah. next week, next week, you know, depending on what's happened, in maybe we could have a little talk about the differences between strong men in Africa and strong men in the Middle East, and whether it'd all be better if they were strong women. Yeah, well, I see can what I did there. See what I did now. there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm not coming from a feminist point of view. I'm coming from a like a reality check of what is going on in the world. And when all of these men are sexual harassers and they've been doing this for years and even the most innocent looking ones, I go back to Charlie Rose, the good looking ones, Ben Affleck, the successful ones here, we have Gabi Gazit. He's a high level television executive who had to step down. So... Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. He's the radio host. There's another one, Alex Gilladi. He's the television exec. Both of them very successful stepping down from their positions. I think, yes, women might do it better. And that's it. That is the point. If you agree with me or disagree with me, you can always share your thoughts. We're on iTunes. You can share your comments there. Facebook, The Mideast Beast, online as well, themideastbeast.com. Follow us on Twitter at MideastBeasties. And thanks again to Scott Kahn, our editor and producer, Alex, for putting up with me as I point out all your failures time and time again. Yeah, that's fair enough. And I accept that. And I, yeah. But remember, we're all just trying to make this a better place for Molly's daughter. So far, so good. Just in this episode, I think we've done that. She's smiling in the background. It could be because she's looking at one of her toys that does nothing or because we have brought greater good to this world. Amen. You have been listening to another episode of the Mideast Beast Podcast.